Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What is going on, you guys? Happy Friday. Happy hour. We've been gone. We've been gone. Did you guys miss us? Because I missed us. Is that a pregnant pause that you put in between waiting for someone to from the ether to say yes? Yes, we did. Yeah, I. that's where you guys interject. It's like a you know two-way podcast. You guys can talk to us. We can talk to you. That actually I think that's called a phone call. That's called a phone call. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I think that's called an Instagram live, so they have invented that. Well. that's old-fashioned um, and you you're trendy that's that was the difference between the two of us thank you so much what the hell is up ashley we just saw each other in person and we've been having quite the summer so we had a little summer break if you will but we just came off of a glorious glorious labor day weekend together at the lake for our fifth annual college reunion and if you have any friends that you still like from college i highly recommend it's not too late to start a tradition so yeah let's run it back starting with the lake the lake was glorious in every way shape and form and it provides us with uh a reason for our hearts to keep beating mm-hmm. <laughs> a reason to get out of bed and a reason, reason to, to live smile. the other 365 days the other 306 well 65 is a total year so maybe like 360 You're right um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Math. Math. um and i think that there's this TikTok that went kind of viral that I saw, and it was about the importance of not just getting dinner with your friends, but spending active time with them, like having a sleepover, active and passive time both together. And there's nothing like being on an isolated lake house in Alabama that breeds passive time together. Yeah, there's no more quality time like laying around in your pajamas and making PowerPoints about your life to present to your friends because you all need updates. Yes. And if you are wanting to go on a group trip with friends you haven't seen in a while or friends you see all the time, we had an itinerary, a stacked itinerary, where we had a 20-minute birthday party that was themed. We had too too many themed games to count that were personalized just for us, a PowerPoint night, traditions that we stick to from years past, um, new traditions that we adopted, and also time to just lay around in bed together. Yeah, we're like psychotic about our friendship. But if you're not psychotic about your friendship, like who's going to be? You know what I mean? So true. If you if you don't care, who will? Right. If you stand for nothing, what do you stand for? You'll fall for anything. You'll fall for anything, yeah. So what was your favorite part of the lake? Ugh, it's such a hard question. You can pick I two. Think, okay, my, my overall part, my non-tangible, is the childlike joy that I feel. Your non-tangible you object? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Just like overall, it's the feeling of of childlike joy. And I think that stems from giggling, staying up late, um, sharing beds like little kids, laughing till our ribs get tired, and also going on the tube. There's nothing like being pulled on a tube behind a boat to make you feel like you're eight years old. A hundred percent. So that was the most spectacular part. Um, and then also I very much enjoyed, we did a classy white party murder, murder mystery night. And that really slapped because that's something we hadn't done in prior years. It was very like special. We had time carved out for it. We had charcuterie on the boathouse roof and everybody wore white. And I just think something about dressing to theme really elevates an experience. We no had matter how silly it is. Required dress nights. Theme. Right. And I know it's silly. 
It's so unnecessary. However, I can't imagine what that night would be like if we were all in different colors. Like the white did something <laughs> for me. You know what I mean? Like it the white did a something a hundred percent. I yeah. think I think that my intangible thing, one of my friends was like, Oh, what stories do you have? And I was like, actually nothing stands out as being a funny story in particular, but I feel like I laughed really, really hard consistently. <laughs> Where my stomach you hurts. just feel really fulfilled. Giggling on the tube, giggling on the tube, giggling at night, just like so much like laughing really, really hard. You kind of really want to pee your pants. <laughs> so yeah. that, I feel like we laughed a lot. And then I like when the boys get soft. There's two boys that come with us. And Jacob, one, or one of our friends, he was really soft on the white party. He said some tender things. Um, oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, boys don't usually say. And then our other friend, Jeff, when I saw him, he was like, I feel like I saw you last, like, on Tuesday. He's like, I, I just saw you. <laughs> He's like, nothing, nothing passed, nothing happened. Mm. I just saw you yesterday. And I was like, Jeff, that's nice. Those are the best kind of friendships where you can just pick right up where you left off years ago, one, one, one long year ago. He's like, I saw you yesterday, and we were at the lake, like, last weekend. And I was like, Jeff, that's really sweet. That's nice. That Tangibly, sweet. I also really liked the white party and how that night was back-to-back events. White party, Jeopardy, murder mystery, birthday party. <laughs> That's insane. That's really insane. I like we the could have s'mores and all of that, and I'm still upset about it. But yeah. I'll just make and also we spent more time. Maybe we had more gumption, but we spent more time tubing than than usual. Like when one day we opted to tube rather than other do water sports. I love the word gumption, and anytime anyone ever says that, I think <laughs> also, about the holiday. I oh yeah, totally. I have told this story twice, I think. But there was an incident on the last day. Two of our friends had already left. Where Abby came over to us, we were all having free swim in the water off the boat, so the lake is deep. She came up to us and she's like, "You guys, I'm really shaky. Something just happened back there. <laughs> do you want to tell her, or do you want me to?" Leave me alone for five minutes. I'll I'll tell the tale. I've I lived to tell it, so I might as well tell it. So true. As a precursor, keep in mind mm. we were nobody was tipsy. Maybe one no. beer each. There was life jackets floating everywhere in the water for us to use at our disposal. And we are all 24, 25-year-old adults. And it was daytime. There was no reason for Abby to have, if she had drowned, for her to have drowned. Yeah, not a busy lake, which is kind of really a chill day. Just us on our own in the water. Um, So we had free swim. Everybody jumped in. I was tanning on the tube like a (laughs) 16-year-old on vacation with her family. She was like JoJo and RV. (laughs) Right, exactly like that. And... For some really silly reason, I get some joy of slipping off a tube backwards. Like, let me describe it. You're laying on your back and your head is like in the water as if you were going to dunk your head and like drink or sorry, drink as if you're going to dunk your head and wash your hair, that kind of thing. Okay. So you're on your back and then you kind of just like slide backwards into the water, like head first, like a seal going yes. into the water okay like, I enjoy that I don't know why but sometimes I like thrill. to do that yeah like head first into the water really really chill I'm over here on the other side of the boat so no one can really see me and I think I'm just gonna slide right in and like swim over to my friends I slide real slowly into the water it's a nice sunny sunny day I'm in a dreary state all of a sudden I make like a circle under the water and then I come back up and I'm like wait like I'm all turned around under the water. I'm like, where am I right now? And then I come up and I hit my head on the bottom of the boat, which really scares me because I knew the motor was still running like slightly. And the motor is one of those that's like fully under the boat. So I had to like really be underneath, underneath the boat for the motor to actually hurt me. But then I started panicking because, you know, and what if you had hit your head hard enough 
that's what I'm saying. And then I was like, intrusive thoughts. It's really dark in here. So immediately I opened my eyes. Boom. I'm scared. And it's so dark <laughs> under the boat that I'm like, underwater oh my God. no, I'm underwater this whole time, this whole time. And then I think, oh my God, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to swim a little to the side and then I'll come up for air. The motor's on, so all the bubbles are churning underwater to make it more. And when you're under the water and you're kind of close to the engine, it's obviously like way louder than it is if you're above the water. So like, I just was like a little panicked, but I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Like just swim, swim in some direction and come up and you'll be fine. So I swim (laughs) in one direction in the darkness and I try to come up and I hit my head on the tube, the heavy ass three person tube. There's no way that you have an air pocket under there. You're still stuck. Yeah, it's not like I popped up and I had a little air pocket underneath there. I still couldn't get out. And I was like, I'm, there was a moment where I was like, if I drown right now, all my friends are going to have to live the rest of their lives knowing that they just like were there the day that Abby drowned in Lake Gunnersville. Like it's going to, we had to call our two friends I had left an hour before and say, Hey, something happened. Like Abby, Abby drowned. (laughs) Yeah. Like just imagine. And I was like, okay, no, not today. Lake, I won't be buried at the bottom of this thing. So I keep swimming, just keep swimming. Like that movie says, and I make my way to the air pocket and I can breathe and I come up and I'm like, okay, I had to take a full minute to collect myself before I swam over to you guys because A, I was embarrassed and B, I was spooked. That's embarrassing. That's spooked. I was spooked and it happened so, so quickly. So quickly things took a turn. And most adults drown knowing how to swim and being around their friends. It just happens. Right. Like it just would have been so stupid. And I could have been like the one-armed queen. I could have been soul surfer if my arm had made its way towards the I would have probably moved my flight further to help deal with it. It would have been a whole thing. It would have been a whole thing. It would have been really funny. Imagine calling your roommate Bridget Abby drowned in the lake. You're going to have to find a new subleaser. Yeah, there's a lot of logistics that would have totally. had to be worked out. I would have drowned that yeah. day. Two other stories that I just thought of. Knock on wood, though. Thank God I live to see another yeah. day. Um, so every year, not on accident, not on purpose, but we end up doing one unique experience every time. A couple years ago, we went to Unclaimed Baggage. All the Unclaimed Baggage in America gets sent to a thrift store in Huntsville, Alabama, or outside Huntsville. So, like, that was an activity. Another year, we went to the drive-thru zoo. Um, Abby was screaming. It was pouring rain. It was dark outside. Some of the goats had three horns, and Abby was screaming. The radiation's gone into them, you guys. The apocalypse is here. (laughs) Um, That was really funny. This time, there's a NASA, like, headquarter thing in Huntsville. So we went to the space NASA Space Museum. (laughs) We rode the rides. (laughs) And we were giggling like little kids on the rides. They had, like, the Gravitron ride, like, from from the carnival. I can't imagine what next year will be. We've really rung out the city of Huntsville left and right. Every corner of that place, no stone left unturned. We've totally. been there. And yeah. then the entire oh, and time. One year we went to that brewery where it was like a middle school. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And each classroom, one classroom had karaoke, one had a bar, one had a pinball machine, like game room. It was very wintry. Somebody down yeah, bought out a whole entire middle school and just made it a gigantic yeah. brewery with bars everywhere. It was so funny. We're running out of activities. But so one of our best friends, Katie, she's really funny. And the entire time we're at the NASA Museum, we're um, like for a portion, um, someone's like, oh, Baker and Abel. Those were the first monkeys in space. Like before people could go, they sent these two monkeys named Baker and Abel. And then it, Emery, the host, is like, oh, there's a bar in downtown called Baker Naval. We should go. Obviously, it's named after them. Great. How funny. How silly. Let's go. We're at the bar. We're laughing about the chimps. Um, one of our – India pulls up pictures. She's like, oh, my gosh. They made it back alive. They landed off Florida, and then they lived the rest of their lives in the zoo. When they died of old age, their gravestone said the first ladies in space. Aw, how cute we're saying. 
And then India gasped. Oh my God, they're buried at the NASA on the grounds of the museum we were at today. <laughs> and Katie says, oh yeah, you guys. While we were walking around, I saw some gravestones with bananas piled on top. We're like, Katie, you didn't speak up? She's like, no, I just saw bananas. And I thought, oh, that's so funny. And I was like, Katie, all day we've been talking about the first ladies in space, that they were chimpanzees and that they went to space. <laughs> and now you hear that they're buried there and you say it after the fact because they can pictures by the gravestone it would have been so iconic we have to go back just for that yeah we should just go and park and take pictures in the parking lot with it she's like yeah i thought it was funny but i guess i didn't say anything oh man if i saw a gravestone with bananas laying about and i didn't say something you just know that i've been abducted because that ain't me i'm saying something not just that but we've been talking about the monkeys in space all day i know i know i know but like even without the context of course, of course. i still would say hey everybody what's Monkey going must on with that there. yeah what's going on with that why bananas and no flowers so that was the joy of our lives in a nutshell and we will spend every day hoping for it to come come once more hopefully next summer it can be earlier in the summer but if we take labor day we take labor day and we take it by storm yeah it was still a holiday so that's nice white party labor day oh for sure that makes more sense now yeah yeah (laughs) and there will be more bits yeah yeah hence we'll better be building because we we need another weird activity to go to i want there to be a sign at your wedding on the entryway that says let there be bits let there be bits that's funny (laughs) if you appreciate it if you officiated my wedding, that's how you could open it. <laughs> let there be bits. Oh, yeah. And then we could say, we could put on your gravestone too and say something Ashley always said was let there be bits. Let there be bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something we never said except for twice. Ashley and all her bits that she took to her grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm baker, you're able. Okay, sure. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Halloween costume untapped, we're strapped into boards, ready to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, no one understands what we are. Someone has to wheel us around on a dolly, like laying back, because we're strapped in like the monkeys. Like some girls are dressing all hot for Halloween, and we're dressing like the chimps that went to space. <laughs> Miss Baker and Miss Abel, the misses, we're the, the misses. No. Um, speaking of bits, this is not a bit at all, but something that you are gonna have to bury me in because of all the graveyard talk, talk is my tennis dress from first form. You were rocking that last weekend, as was I. You know that I actually ordered, I think, three in white because I'm like, they're going to keep getting dirty and I'm going to wear them to death. So I have like three white ones. Really? So you have death. three of the same? Yeah, because they get dirty quickly. Well, I'm white. like begging for them to restock the black. Because well, I want black. black. If there was black, I would have I would have ordered black, but there isn't. So I have. But there never is, is there? there I, ordered, <laughs> I ordered the teal as well. I'm, I'm a fan. Okay. I'll place an order as well. But um their tennis dress is absolutely slap beyond belief i couldn't be a larger fan and i'm beyond obsessed with those currently abby has a new love with the fall season yes i have tried every first form protein bar under the sun for all my protein bar girlies if you've had like a quest bar okay sure pure protein cliff bars rx bars none of them are hidden like the first form okay none of them are hitting and they just came out with their pumpkin spice flavor and to me, that that tells me one thing. It's either going to be absolutely delicious or it's going to be the grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. And that's saying a lot. So I tried the pumpkin spice the other day and it was absolutely stunning. It tasted like a dessert. It wasn't too sickeningly sweet like some of them are, but it had the perfect amount of pumpkin, the perfect amount of spice. And I'm just such a massive fan. It's 20 grams of protein. I have one literally every single day. I'm not exaggerating. 
and we're so happy to partner with with First Form and have them be a sponsor of this show. I couldn't be more overjoyed. I couldn't be truly. Like they have given me, they've given me meat sticks. They've given me tennis dresses. They've given me protein bars. What more could a girl want? What more? You should put your face on the "What a Girl Wants" movie poster, but with in a tennis dress with a meat stick. The tennis dress, the jalapeno heat meat stick, and the pumpkin spice protein bar, and I'm unstoppable. Yeah. And if you want to support your own self, your own closet, if you've been looking at a tennis dress lately and haven't fully sent it, I suggest sizing up. What do you think, Ashley? Yes, I'm usually a small in everything, um, and the small is a little tight on me. The medium, the medium is comfortable. I wish there was yeah. a size between small and medium, but I would go for the medium if I were you. Especially there is if one. It's called a larger chest. You should go a size up one thousand percent. And there is a size between small and medium. It's called medium. <laughs> Thank you. It's called yeah. getting a tailor. It's called getting a tailor. If you have a larger chest, one million percent size up. Yeah, it's like a built-in sports bra. It's pretty compressive. That's why, yeah. It's very, and it's also compressive in your stomach, too. So I could yeah. do small or medium easily, and I'm usually a small. But anyways, if you want a tennis dress, go for it. If you want a protein bar, I suggest their mint cookie or their pumpkin spice. I'm raving about them for a reason. They are delicious. I literally look forward to having one every day, which is just so OCD of me, and I love it. But go to the link in our show notes if you're listening on Apple. Is it also in the show notes on Spotify? Yeah, it's everywhere. Everywhere you're listening, you hear that, folks? The link in the show notes. You can get some free shipping, and you can support our show. So love you so much. Last little bit. I told my friend I should wear a tennis dress on a first date because, A, it's extremely flattering, especially if you're tan. Um, Mm -hmm. And, B, at least something to be desired. If you marry me in 20 years, this could still be us if I maintain myself. Totally. Like, that is planting a seed in their mind. Like, golf wife tennis wife we're going to the country club that's what it's saying it's Mm -hmm. saying we're going to the country club one day 100 buy me a tennis bracelet for my 30th um so our next portion of the evening is why don't we before this one will be a brief one why don't we talk about our summer bucket list and what we didn't accomplish oh okay just a couple really hone in on the negative huh (laughs) okay fine fine what didn't we we get to we only didn't accomplish a few because we're both proactive about those things okay I do know one of your things I do know one of your things was kiss a certain amount of people did you and what are their names we're circling back I did I don't want to go through their names for the sake of (laughs) anonymity is that a word yeah anonymity um but I did accomplish my kiss five men goal it wasn't hard um I've been I started this since early June so it wasn't hard to reach that it was quite fun um thank you for asking there are a few on my summer bucket list that make me cry when I think about it that I didn't get to do okay I'll tell you the first one first and foremost pickleball I never pickleballed Mm. I never did no one in my close circle is a pickleballer I have adjacent friends that do dabble in the art of pickleball but I never got around to it you should go to the pickleball courts alone and like in your tennis yeah. dress and just and hit a ball. A husband. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, see if anyone invites. No, it's never too late. Um, what about some that you really are happy you did? Oh, good. Well, Ride with the Top Down on the Jeep Screaming Taylor Swift songs, of course, is important, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that I did that. Um, some real, like, coming-of-age stuff, which was fun. I did a drive-in movie and an outdoor movie, both separate occasions, which was really fun. I went to a fair and a rodeo. Really fun. Good. Definitely stargazed multiple times, bonfire multiple times, fireworks. It's very summer. 
and also got on three different boats. I got on many, many boats this summer, and I think that's what constitutes a good summer. Yeah. I am upset that I did not go to a drive-in. Um, mm. Summer's not over till the 20th, I think, though, so there it could it could happen. I did yeah, not go to Yeah, everyone's acting like Labor Day is the cutoff. I'm like, it's technically still summer, but no worries. Yeah, and I definitely go by mid, mid-September. Um, I didn't go to drive-in. I didn't. This one's like silly. I wanted to go to a museum. Like, that's fun. I live in LA. I didn't. What kind? Uh, just any any kind. Would have been happy with anything. I love a good natural history museum, like a little kid. Um, I did go camping, which I'm thrilled about. I did go. Yeah. Yeah. In Big Sur. Did you have a, a blow-up mattress? Oh, 100%. And a cot. No ground sleeping. And there was a restaurant on the premises. And a bar. A tavern. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thrilled of this weekend. I went swimming at sunset. That was on my list. Oh, wonderful. Um, obviously fireworks, obviously like paddle boarding. That was like easy. I'm happy I did that. Oh, I do have the list and my maps and my phone of restaurants I want to try. And I wanted to go to five new ones this summer or bars. I did that. That was good. Yeah. That is fun because there's so many at your disposal yeah. and mine as well. Yeah. If you live but in a city, like, highly suggest to make it a priority. Yeah. We've just got to be trying new things it's so easy to get in a rut and to go to your favorite places all the time but there's yeah. so many good ones that you just haven't untapped and like I went one I went to it was a bar and I was like you know what I don't need to come back here but I'm happy that I did because now I know <laughs> yeah, and yeah and I had a film photo booth that's what I went for but aside from that I was like and that's I, real I glass half full I'm glad that I now know that I'll never need to come back <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that even How though every single person from the past 40 years talks about this bar in Los Angeles I don't need to come back <laughs> And perfect. I've seen what I needed to see, and yeah. it's time to move on. I got I got my photo booth strip. That's all I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But I will try to go to a drive-in, honestly, like maybe next weekend or something, because that's like the only one that's weighing super heavy on my heart. I also haven't had a snow cone. That's easy. I just need to go get one somewhere. I can't believe I didn't build a sandcastle. I had so many opportunities. Did you? On the lake? No. Sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> I had one opportunity, and it was when I was in Nantucket, and I could have asked the little kid nearby <laughs> – if we could share the toys and the tools to make a sandcastle. And I almost did, but I was a little drunk. And I thought, you know what? I don't need this kid to have this memory of me forever. Yeah, you don't need that. So that's a perfect segue. Let's hear about your time in Nantucket. Well, not Nantucket, in New England. New England, yes. Do your best Boston accent. Pack the cot, Harvard Yard. (laughs) This is the summer that I turned, not pretty, because I've been pretty, the summer that I turned preppy. Okay. Get it? It's a play on words. No, totally, totally. Did you comment, did you caption a photo of that? I did. And I came up with it with my own brain, no Googling. Yeah. And this fall, you'll be back to gauche. Back to gauche in no time. Yes. (laughs) Um, Back to our regularly scheduled programming. It was glorious. I have always wanted to do an East Coast tour, so this was very exciting for me. I have a really close friend here in Nashville who's from Boston, the outskirts of Boston, so I got to see Boston quite a lot. We went to Portland, Maine, which has been all over my TikTok, and I was so thrilled to see that as well. We went to, we did not go to Newport, Rhode Island. That'll be on the next trip, I suppose. Oh, it's so steady. We frolicked all around Cape Cod, which yeah. was um, Chatham, is the local thing. Stunning. Yeah. It was gorgeous and stunning and beautiful. We went to the beach and we went to the shops and we went to the cute um, Chatham, Chatham Bars Inn. I kept calling it Catham, 
which was funny because it's pronounced Chatham. And for some reason, my, my brain could not compute. I'm not even dyslexic, so I don't really have an excuse. I don't understand. Yeah. There's a lot but, of good stores there and like cute art stores mm-hmm. and stuff. Yes, yes. Adorable, adorable. And then, of course, the cream of the crop was Nantucket, which I just feel like ever since I read my first Ellen Hildebrand book, which are all based in Nantucket, basically, or Cape Cod of some sort, I had this image and this vision in my head of going, and I feel like I, I fulfilled a childhood dream almost, is how it feels when I so went. So it lived up so to it thrilled. for you. It lived up to it. I was it. just so thrilled the whole time, Yes. It was just everywhere you turn. It was gorgeous. It was like literally out of a storybook. Like I couldn't believe this was a real place that people like exist. Did you uh, take out a mortgage was, and get a lobster, a lobster roll? <laughs> I did. It was $40. So not crazy. Still expensive. My That's God. crazy. That's nuts. I mean, I was expecting them to be $40 because I had did my research on TikTok. Oh, oh. Yeah. If you weren't you expecting like? that. Did you like? You might did you enjoy? It. I did, but I feel like I ordered wrong because I got the, like, traditional one with just, like, butter on it, mm. but then um, the one that Krista got had, like, chives and, like, some other stuff mm-hmm. that I think mm-hmm. I would have liked better, but I just wanted, like, the real authentic, like, let me just taste the lobster with the roll. Yeah. Let I'm me go on the, the boat. Biggest- yeah, I'm just not the biggest seafood person in general, so it, like, tasted a little fishy, which to most people, they enjoy that, and to yeah. me, it was kind of, like, Ew, a little bit but yeah. I did enjoy the oysters which was so shocking I had oysters for the first time in my whole life my whole life was it and it wasn't good. it jarring the first one yeah it was really like pulling teeth to get me to use it to like do it right and you like put the little tartar sauce in the little thing and you have the little stick that like yeah. separates the oyster from the shell like but now you're sophisticated know. Yeah, it was really fun, like, the act of it all. Like, yeah, and we yeah. took a lot of content, of course, and it was just all so sickening. Did you love Boston? I did. Boston was really cool, especially the Boston Gardens. We went there at sunset yeah. the first night when we were walking to dinner, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so glorious and stunning. If I lived here, I would literally go there every single day of the summer, every single day. Like, yeah. it was so pretty. And let me tell you, there were so many hot men walking really? around that place. Yeah. Like, it's a really so, large amount. Yeah. And it's so aesthetically pleasing, the streets over there. Mm-hmm. It reminded it's me insane. how little of a city Nashville is, though, compared to oh, Boston. That's, yeah, that's true. It was sort of like a... Because I think like Boston's I was so tiny. Boston. Yeah. But I was like, wow, like, I'm in the big city now. There's yeah. like dirt and stuff, you know? Like, it's dirty. There's, there's public transportation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, public transportation. Like, oh, my God. Because, uh, uh, uh. like, Nashville's a big city to me compared to where I came from and then Boston's bigger and yeah. then you go to other bigger cities and you're like whoa 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 did you, you know? have a slap city dinner in Boston the most stunning Italian dinner I've ever had mm-hmm. I think it was called Giacomo's yeah we've I've been there it's like one of the yeah. popular ones yeah very famous and we went at the perfect time because we ate like a late breakfast and so literally at 4 p.m after walking around all day we were starving and we were like should we just get dinner right now like it's 4 p.m who cares we there was no line we walked right up there and we said hi we don't have a reservation you know people make you can't make a reservation there but people like wait in long long lines to go to this place we got seated on the upstairs balcony right overlooking the window like it was just so perfect and then by the time that we came out after we had our dinner there was a line literally around the block waiting for a That's table absurd. at this tiny place. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, we came at such a perfect time eating at 4 p.m. I can't wait to do it again. It was so yeah. 
What was your favorite part of Nantucket? We did. So it was a quick trip. I'm not going to lie. We were really committed. We went on the very first ferry to get out there. And we literally stepped foot on Nantucket at a crisp 9 a.m. The sun was shining. All the stores were just now opening. I felt like a Disney princess. And we said, let's go get a green juice and some breakfast. And I said, I've never heard a nicer thing in my life. (laughs) And so we actually planned out our outfit changes. And we had to carry around a big tote bag the whole day. So we went and got breakfast and immediately made friends with the bartender who was serving us because that's the only seats we could get and he was really really fun all the workers there are like seasonal workers and he was like um just like really funny banter like we were kind of flirting with him he took a selfie with us and then he gave us the friends and family discount at breakfast like it was just so funny yeah it was just like a really good start start to the day we walked around to like literally all of the shops um all of us in search for an Nantucket crew neck of course we all have um um, as all of the tourists do and then we went to the beach and we drank wine on the beach, which was really, really fun uh, romantic. and glorious, very romantic. And then it was time for the outfit change after we were sweaty and covered <laughs> in sand because we wanted to get really good content. And I changed into my fashion pass dress, not sponsored, wish it was, took the most sickening photos on earth. Was there, was there an adult there or was it just you and her, like her mother? Just me, my friend and her friend. So just three oh. girlies. Okay, yep. continue. Three young girlies taking on the world. And then we went to this dinner place called Crew, C-R-U. Yes, I was going to ask. That's always in Ellen's books. Yes. It's very much like the local spot, but also like if you're cool and rich and bougie and from Malibu, California, like you're going to go to Crew. You know what I mean? And even I was like overwhelmed. I was like, these people look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a cool spot. Like you were dressed proper. I was. I was dressed really nice. I felt like I looked really, really pretty. You know those days when you just like feel really pretty. Yeah, you know, like in a, and also a big component is that you're in like a long dress that you really wanted for a long time, and you're yeah. in the right setting, and your makeup looks and really you're excellent. Tan. Yeah, you're and you're tan, tan. Your hair, yeah. your hair is just doing what it needs to do. Like, I'm and you know, you're gonna have like a martini or an espresso martini at like five or something. <laughs> Right, like it just was the most glorious day on uh-huh. earth. Like it felt like it was ripped out of the page of a book, honestly. How romantic. And then we had some more oysters at Crew, which were you're addicted, godly expensive. Might you I add? You should get oysters when you're in San Diego. And then we got some drinks, and we should get oysters in San Diego. Yes, I agree. And also, we were ordering a second round of drinks, and Krista thought that she was just going to order, like, a glass of rosé, because rosé is her favorite, and she was, like, heading to the bathroom, so she didn't have the menu open in front of her when the waitress came up, and she was like, oh, um, like, I'll just take a glass of rosé, just the house rosé. It was $27 for one glass of (laughs) rosé. You gotta, you gotta be looking at the prices. I was like, oh my god, that's, that's crazy. That's literally insane. No worries, no worries. Alan Hildebrand is always running around. You have to keep an eye out. She's always running amok there. Trust me, I kept my eye out. I don't think she was there. Like the island's not Did that big. Did you get a chance to go? I've never been. I want to. All of the kids go to Cisco Brewer, the brewery. No. Oh, I want to go. I wish we would have done. This was kind of hard because, like, housing during the summer is really hard to find unless you like, oh, know yeah. some no way. there. No how. So that was tough. But I wish we could have done, like, one night out in Nantucket mm-hmm. because the bartender who became our literal friend was like, oh, my God, you guys should come out. Like, the nightlife is so fun. Like, we should go. There's a lot of live bands. And I was like, since when? Like, who thinks about the nightlife on Nantucket? It's like a rich, stuffy, old, you know, rich person island. Like, what do you mean? There's, like, there's, oh, live, there's live bands, and I'm pretty sure there's a piano bar. And But I don't know how we would ever stay. I guess, should we right. camp on a bench? 
Yeah, can we sleep on the beach and get arrested? Like, that sounds fun. <laughs> Wait, I, was like, you rent- I was literally just talking to everyone as if they were, like, characters in a story. Yeah. Like, our Uber driver who took us to the beach, like, the banter was off the charts. And I was like, sir, are you looking for a wife? Like, I would yeah. love to get married and move to this island and blah, blah, blah. And he was, like, literally just laughing his ass off. Like, the whole thing you, was so funny. You rent a car next time and you sleep in it on, on in a, the beach parking lot. Oh, Drive around all night. I yeah. would literally do that. Yeah. That's um, that's really fabulous and lovely. I can check that off my bucket list. Yeah. Um, we'll be going back. Would like to see Newport, Rhode Island and some other sites. You must see Newport. It's Where sickening. is that where Taylor Swift's house is? No, her house is like a few hours, like further away from Boston. Like you're driving okay. past Newport. Yeah. Got it. But I'm pretty sure, uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure her town doesn't have much in it. Like it's just houses. Right. Well, I'd still like to see it if possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make the trek. Coastal, coastal Connecticut also slaps pretty hard. Mm. I know, uh, and everything is so easy to get around because it's so compact. Mm-hmm. It's like Europe. Yeah, just like Europe. <laughs> it's America's version of Europe. Yeah. I while you were there, I went to see Taylor Swift a second time, which I'm and so Allie also went a second time. I have some like analysis analyses about it. <laughs> I'd love to hear your take. So every time I used to go to a Taylor Swift concert. In childhood and young adulthood, I remember, and my mother has said this too, you can't stop thinking about her for several weeks after, consuming interviews that you happen to see about right. her, just thinking, Taylor Swift this, Taylor Swift that. And I didn't feel that after the Nashville show. And in retrospect, maybe it's because I knew internally that I was going to see her again. So after this show, couldn't stop thinking about her. <laughs> did of you feel course. that way after Nashville? Yes, I did. I literally thought about it every day for a month. Yeah, I, I thought about it every single day for maybe two weeks. And when I went on TikTok, it was all Taylor Swift interviews. And that's what I was consuming. And that's all I thought about. And thank God it finally got wiped from my brain. I couldn't spend my life thinking about Taylor Swift. But I felt that way for two weeks after. <laughs> I felt and, that way for like the six months leading up to the concert. Like I would just wake up and think about her. Yeah. Oh, and also, so I went, Allie saw it again. And then I went with two other friends. One of them, Selene, longtime fans are hip to her. She, after she was like, I looked at you and Allie, she's like, during Long Live, and the childlike joy that was plastered mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. faces was outrageous. She's like, here, I took a picture. Um, that was really special mm-hmm. getting to hear her sing that. I don't think I have heard that at a concert in the past. That's really, really tender. Were you there? Yeah. I'm kind of confused about the LA of it all. Were you there the night that she announced 1989? No, that was like two nights later, I believe, two or three. Oh, okay. um, I got no, I was not. And then also, all the kids were a buzz about that night that Carly Claus showed up. I know, and she was like sitting in the two hundreds. And she was sitting in the two hundreds. We not even possibly three or four. We had better seats than her in Nashville. <laughs> we had That's better great. seats than Carly Claus. Something about this concert, Nashville was fun because of I, we were with you, and it was also fresh. But this one was relaxed, and I was able to digest it better. Yeah, I wish that I could have gone for a second time. I think that would have really well, elevated Well, I the have a hunch. I have a hunch. There's only one city in America that she never posted photos about, and it's L.A. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, suspecting, that what – and she also isn't going – she's going to Toronto, but she's not going to um, – what's it called? Ontario? All the way on the other side of Canada. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if she's going to add more shows to that, and obviously that's, like, on, on the west side, and then do some final shows in L.A. Because why has she not posted about it? There's no way she forgot. She's methodical about everything. I know. That is interesting. I thought that it just had to do with the documentary being filmed. 
But she didn't post this. She still didn't post LA. Like she posted a documentary got filmed, but nothing else. Oh, and also I was shook because I thought I was under the impression that it was going to be a documentary in the same way that Miss Americana was, but just oh, like same. following her on tour. But it's just going to be like a reputation like video of it. Same. You know I 100% thought it was going to be following her. Maybe. Yeah, which I, I would have loved a little bit more if I'm yeah. being so honest. Maybe they wanted to um, pump it out quickly and that would have taken more time. And then also sure. I'm wondering, maybe because of the writer strike, like something about this, a film concert doesn't really scream movie to me. Maybe she wouldn't be allowed to do the documentary. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But my theory is that she may possibly do more LA shows to, you know, bookend it as well as more Canada. So if she is, I insist that you come. Oh, well, if that's the case, then I must come. Did you get a pre-sale code? No, no, this is not even announced. No, I'm just speculation. No, but, okay, that makes sense. Some of my friends were like, let's go to Indiana or something. Oh, I wanted to go, well, the Miami one next year is on my birthday, and I wanted to go so badly, but she posted about the pre-sale codes, and then I just, like, forgot about it, and it closed, like, 48 hours later, so I didn't even register for one. It was super swift, and I'm sure that was on purpose, so less people would register. It was super Taylor Swift. Exactly. Um, but I want to go again. I just love her so much and you are able to digest it so much better seeing it a second time. Yeah. And then you're like, not so caught up in like the bracelets of it all and the outfits of it all. Totally. And you just really enjoy the actual content that is the concert. Like I w- literally wore what I wore to my 21st birthday. <laughs> it's and, like, so we, overstimulating. Yeah. We took like, we took like, uh, 50 minutes of pictures and we're like, all right, let's sit down. And then we got, we also got there really early and we just like sat for a long time. And it was just, like, more relaxing to see it a second time. And also, the stadium is enclosed, so there were screens absolutely everywhere in front of your face. So that was nice, also. It was different. But the fireworks weren't as good because of that, and they were good in Nashville. So pros and cons to either side. The pyrotechnics weren't cut Yeah, the pyrotechnics weren't as large. <laughs> so pros and cons to either. But if, if any of us I'm get so the opportunity. you got to see her twice. That's so no, you should be. And I told you to come. I said, come. Our tickets were one hundred dollars. I know, but then like the flights and no, oh, of course, it, of know. course, of course, the fanfare. Um, but if she if it, she comes around again, you have to see her a third time. Okay, yeah. If that happens, that's kismet, and I'm coming. Snack time, our old our old pal, where we talk about the stuff we've been consuming. Our old friend, yes. Our this old is the segment where life. we go through all the things we've been consuming: books, movies, TV shows, music, what have you. Pretty sure Abby still has forgotten how to read. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I that you just, have. <laughs> I have forgotten how to read. I just ordered and got in the mail today. Beach Read by Emily Henry because I've okay. never read it. And that's the only book in her discography. What's the term for books? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the term, but I understand what you're saying. It's not discography. In all of the books she's ever written, that's the only one I haven't read. So I want to Okay. Read. Happy Place. I wanted to reread it after going to the lake. I had read that earlier this summer. Slaps so hard. Oh, good. And then you'll find this a joy and a pleasure. A couple days ago, I finished a book called Who We Are Now, and it's about either four or five college best friends, both guys and girls, and it starts on the night of their college graduation, and then it, like, jumps forward mm-hmm. every year for a while, and then it starts to do every four years, and two of them choose super corporate things, two of them choose, like, more creative things, or three or whatever, and it's just how their lives intersect. Some of them, like, want to get married, some don't want to, and then they, like, kind of talk themselves into it. It's just, like, how their lives span from 21 to, like, maybe 37 it goes it's really tender you'd really enjoy and it struck a lot of chords with me especially right right after the lake 
So I literally DM the author. I looked her up. I was like, who is this chick? I looked her up and I said, hey, I just finished your book. I really loved it. Wanted to say I'm really close to my friends from college. So like it really struck a chord. Like you did a good job writing it basically. That's so nice. And she answered and she was like, thank you so much. And then she said, I just clicked on your profile. I actually have listened to your podcast in the past. I would love to come (gasps) on. No way. Isn't that so sweet? She's like, I'm in my 30s. Like, you don't have to say yes. She's like, but I'm in my 30s. And obviously I wrote this book about, you know, life and love and the pursuit of happiness. She's like, and I've actually heard your podcast before and I would love to come on. Like, let me know if you guys are down for that. How fun is that? Oh my god, that's literally so cool. I Do you know. Feel like a celebrity? A little bit. I'm not kidding. I have been so busy this summer living life, no downtime, and I think that's how I would prefer it. I no think I'm going to get back on my my reading BS um, here in the fall. The fall weather, you know, when it's a little bit colder and you won't catch me being outside, I think I'm going to get way back into reading again. I know that you fear the fall weather. I do. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say it. But I, I think it's good that I'm vocalizing it, though, because my friends are going to help. <laughs> no, totally. Last year, you were in the trenches and coming off the cusp of a breakup plus winter. Woof. I told Abby I started watching Girls because um, I enjoy the gym so much because when I am on the Stairmaster or the, like if I walk on the treadmill and not run, I will always watch a show. And I you had started watching Sex and City a long time ago. Finish that, whatever. Watch the Sex Life of College Girls. Finish that because there's literally no episodes. There's like 15. I love that show. It's so fun. It's so good though. And then I was like, okay, like what else? What else do I got about women in their 20s and 30s? So I started watching Girls. It was super popular. You know, 10 years ago, it was the talk of the town, revolutionary for the time. Um, and the characters aren't that likable except for like one. But I identify with her a lot. But I think that it will get better based off the TikTok clips I've seen. So I will be persevering. Where can the viewers watch it if they want? HBO. And plus the episodes are only 20 minutes, 25 or whatever, which is much more user-friendly for me. Especially. What do you mean on Max? Oh, sorry. It's on Max. (laughs) Yeah. Don't be a freak, Ashley. We're still Gen Z. (laughs) It's on Max. Speaking of being Gen Z or not being Gen Z, you would have ripped me a new one for this. Um, Me and our best friend Allie on Saturday night, we were hanging out. We were talking about different people from college, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, oh, look up so-and-so, like Andrew or whatever. And I was, I looked him up and in his bio, it said like, you know, New York City, like NYC. And I was like, oh, Allie, like he moved to NYC. And she was like, <laughs> she's like, how old are you? 67? Who says move to NYC? <laughs> <laughs> move to NYC? I, and I gasped to her. I was like, oh, he moved to NYC. And she was like, Ashley, oh stop. God. She's like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, it just said that in the bio. Sorry. I was like, I just was reading it verbatim. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, that's something I would do too because you're just yeah, like reading yeah. it and you don't think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, oh uh, yeah. So girls, the book is who we are now. Happy place. I read a few Ellen Hillebrands this summer. They're all interchangeable at this point, but, you know, just choose one and read it. That you have Some happy before. summer vibes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that might be it. As for other content I've been consuming, I was really obsessed with The Summer I Turned Pretty Season 2. Oh, of I know course. it got some mixed reviews. However, I love. I love it. I just love these stupid, idiotic high schoolers so much. Like, and, I love them. Okay, didn't you gasp to a few things I'm going to say? Didn't you gasp when she falls into the pool with Jeremiah and Delicate is playing? Oh, yes, was, it's the soundtrack. Like, it uh-huh. just hits so hard, so and hard. And then that iconic episode with the party. Yeah, and they're all dressed like 70s queens. Uh-huh. Ugh. And then, like, Ugh. they have that fight on the beach, and then mm-hmm. Steven and um, Taylor do that dance. 
There's I'm just so like a lot of with Steven and Taylor. Oh, you said you would fall so for obsessed. string bean Steven, didn't you? I would. I don't know why, but like I just know myself and my weird happenings, and I I would have had a crush on Steven if I was. You also are person. Taylor. You are Taylor. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, I'm obsessed uh, with them all, and also speaking of content, I will be consuming. This is like a total 180, but I what? cannot wait this week on Wednesday. Wednesday season two comes out. Of what? Of what? Wednesday with Jenna Ortega. Oh, oh, the show. I thought you meant on Wednesday. A season no, two of the show comes out. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, that was oh. confusing the way I worded it. <laughs> Wednesday season two comes out this Wednesday, and That's I really funny. liked season one, so I will be watching season oh, two. Oh, I don't know if I ever told you. Like, what? it was literally right before the lake. I don't know if I told you. I finished Firefly Lane see, with, like, my mother. We, we were watching it together. Abby, I was hysterical. <laughs> I know. I, like, sobbed. It was really bad. I was hysterical. I couldn't handle it, especially <laughs> the part where she's like, we were supposed to grow old together. Like, it's not supposed to be this way. Right. Like, how am I yeah. supposed to keep going without you? No, it was just, like, you know, life. Yeah, I'm a sucker for, you know, long life changes of friendship and whatnot. Yeah, also the scene where she envisions she's there at her daughter's wedding. Oh, totally. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you kidding? 100%. Yeah. Uh, but you are totally hard through and through, I'll say, and until the day I die. Um, it's and a I'll wear that badge with honor. And I'll wear that badge with honor. Um, that's a compliment. I'm trying to think what else, if there's anything else I've got. Zach Bryan's album slaps, obviously. Oh, my God. I remember everything with Casey mm-hmm. Musgraves. I do listen to that song at least once a day, maybe twice. <laughs> I know that you get obsessive. I never stop. <laughs> yeah. What? How did you have to order the cocktail at our dinner at the lake? I had to order it. Lavender Haze. <laughs> That's what the name was on the menu, and it was so good. And it was a requirement of how you had to order. Yeah, you can't order it. You can't say it in normal voice. I've been watching really good heartfelt movies, and oh, I what? watched Friday Night Lights, and then I watched The mm. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, mm. and both left me with such serotonin as I left that couch, and I just want the same for everyone. Abby, so you, have, you have to watch part two tonight. No, I don't think I have it in me tonight, but I will tomorrow. Okay, yeah, this week then, watch part two and get back to me. Deal. The end of it always <laughs> makes me cry. <laughs> no, it's so exciting. I just love those characters so much. I just feel like they raised me, you know? Abby's never not hysterical on Snapchat. Um, <laughs> it's countless <laughs> the number of uh, screenshots I have of her hysterical over everything, you know? I want to make my parents proud. Um... And I like I like have food poisoning, like everything all over the spectrum. And <laughs> and so last night, hysterical. She's like a Bailey's dying of cancer and sister of the traveling pants. Like I can't I can't hang. There is such a heart to that movie. And when Tibby's on her bedside at the hospital and she's like, please take the jeans. Like there's okay. magic in these jeans. They have to help you. And Bailey's like, you don't understand. They already worked on me. They brought me to you. Oh. And I'm like, oh. oh, also the part where Carmen is hysterical to Tibby or something. She's like, why won't my dad? Or she's hysterical to her dad. She's like, why won't you like me? Like, why won't you talk to me? And that yeah, part she's always... like, are you ashamed of me? What did yes. I do wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Tibby's God. like, maybe you, Tibby's like, maybe you just get mad at us because you know that we'll still love you. No matter what Ugh. yeah she said so it's pure. easier to be mad at the people you trust because you know we'll love you no matter what and then bridget like loosely skirts around like the whole depression thing they don't explicitly mention it but now that we're grown-ups we know that's what was going on because of her mom yeah and <laughs> like, her mom that's a whole thing committed suicide. Going through like, it. heavy topics people totally. heavy topics or, like veiled in a way when we were younger and like i read it yeah. that it was okay but then you watch it when you're older and you're like this is just still really good Young adult authors are so important to society. <laughs> oh my god, we're being so annoying. 
though. It's so true. And on that geriatric ass note. <laughs> if you enjoyed listening, thank you so much. Please leave a review. A review. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my words. Review. Um, uh, but down below, give us a rating if you will. And DM us. Feel free to. We always love and appreciate that. And send it to each other. And by first form, and we will see you next time. Mash that subscribe button. Have a kick-ass weekend, everybody. Thanks.